Hello, welcome back to Everyday Business Leaders. I'm Melanie Ake, your host for today's show, coming to you from JP the Geek Studio right here in Greenwood. We're thrilled to, to have you with us today. Join me as we connect and celebrate again remarkable business leaders in our very own community. They're redefining the way we think and grow. Remember, subscribe to our channel and turn those notifications on so you never miss an episode. Today, we have another exciting segment in store for you. From business innovation and inspirational leaders, we're talking to Carrie Carmichael from The Refuge. Hi, Thank Carrie. You. Thanks for having me. This is really fun. It is fun. <laughs> uh, first of all, because you're right here close to JP the Geek. Yes, we're and right in the backyard. You are. <laughs> and you serve such a great community, and I love the story. And so I I just thank you for spending time with us today. Oh, we appreciate it. It's it's kind of amazing when we can get together and just kind of talk about what's going on in our neighborhood. Yes, serving our neighbors, right? And I love the story how Tom started the refuge in 2007. Yeah. Take us back a little bit, like the whole mission of the refuge and who you serve Right yeah, here. No, I appreciate that. So, um, just became very aware that we needed a community center based um, outreach center. So, Tom kind of had this vision that um, why can we not come together from different businesses and different churches and different homes to be able to just pull together what each of us can bring um, to serve those that are hurting? So, mm-hmm. not any one person can meet the full need so why can't we just all come together to do that mm-hmm. so um started like I said in 2007 and really focused on Johnson County and then Southern Marion County because the zip codes are are so close to right here um and just have really been able to meet those needs right here in our neighborhoods mm-hmm. so people come to you because they need Primarily, it's food is yeah. what, um, so we had, that's probably our biggest ministry is the food pantry. So people come to us hearing that, hey, we've got food and um, hopefully hear that we've got, you know, good volunteers and staff that, that love and care about them. Um, and through that, we spend time with them every single time. So if it's the first time or it's the 50th time that they need food, like we just want to be able to give them the opportunity to share what's going on. Obviously, they need food. But what else? Like, how else can we serve them? What else is going on in their life? And just give them that opportunity to share what they want. Um, And that gives us a chance also to kind of find out where they're at spiritually. And what can we do to help them with that? What can we do to show what Christ's love is all about? And how can we serve them that way? What a great ministry. Yeah. Really helping the whole person, right? Yeah. It's getting to know them to the point where they know that we care about them. We're not just giving them a handout, that um, there are people that do care and love and want to support them and help them through. You know, it might be a tough time. It might be temporary or it might be long term that Mm -hmm. that they need to be able to come in. And so many people come and they say, we just, yeah, we need food, but we're coming because we know that you care about us and that you'll pray for us and that you follow up with us. So um, it's really about relationships and just getting to know them. Mm-hmm. So through COVID, I mean, a lot of people were talking mm-hmm. about the food pantries and 
people that may have had full-time jobs lost their jobs. Mm -hmm. And so I I think you're probably like most food pantries seeing a different population today. Yeah. How has that changed for you all here in Johnson County? So through COVID, it was very interesting because um, there were lots of different resources. So lots of people were able to get the support and the help that they needed. Now what we're seeing is a lot of people that are just struggling with Groceries are higher cost. Gas is higher cost. Um, Mortgage and rent is higher. So more and more people thought they'd never, ever have to step into a food pantry. Um, Never been through that with their families or, you know, pre-generational. But they just need that help to get through month to month their normal expenses. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're seeing even higher numbers now than what we did during COVID because Mm -hmm. of that. That's what I would think. And and, you know, it's pride that gets in the way a lot of the times, right? People For are all so of afraid. Us. Yeah. Uh, anybody that's going through a situation. And yeah. I want to encourage people today to really lean into these resources because everybody always goes through a transition. Yeah. Right. And so sometimes you turn into a volunteer because you see what the passion is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that's really, really important. The ministry that you're doing is critical. Yeah. And we, we try to stress that. You know, all of us are probably one paycheck or two paychecks or one situation away from needing to ask for help. So we want every single person that walks through our door asking for help to know that there's no judgment. There's no, you know, if, if we can help them in whatever situation they're in, great. If it's just they need that support, they need that food, they need the encouragement, then that's what we're there for. Mm-hmm. And you're right here in the business park, right mm. behind Sam's Club in Greenwood. Yeah. So people that are listening to this or watching this later, um, tell us about how people can find you. You have your website, The Refuge, and um, and what are the things that they will find on that website? What's the easiest thing for them to, to do to either volunteer or to mm-hmm. find you to come to the food pantry. No, that's great. So we try to have it target whichever audience. So if you're looking to get plugged in and you want to serve and you want to help, um, there's you know connections, there's links, phone number. Of course, you can always call us. But So if you're on that end of it, maybe you work at a business and you're looking for ways to get connected um, right here in the community that, you know, we've got volunteer needs, we've got food drive needs. Um, There's always something that I I think the hardest part is people don't know where to, I want to serve, I want to help, I want to give back, but they get fearful of what's the right place or how should I, or where, you know, where's my skill going to be used. Mm -hmm. Um, So we try to look at that direction, but then also if you're in need, um, we want to make it easy. We want to make it simple um, for you to be able to come in. So there's there's different things on the website that you can look and see. If you're in need, click here. Um, if you want to help serve, click here. So, But you can always just call us, too. Mm-hmm. And I know you're tied into Because One, so mm-hmm. a great yeah. organization that's helping nonprofits really get matched with donors and really specific designated items. Yeah. So talk to us about that experience of kind of becoming a customer of Because One. Yeah. How that's really changed because I think the marketing strategy is awesome. It and is. For people to be able to say, hey, I need I need this. Yeah. You know, I need 10 of these or five of these. Yeah. It's great for us as an organization to be able to lay out what our needs are and make it really clear. Um, so I think like 
their way of doing that helps put a face, a picture with what is really needed, um, food or toys or specific things within our ministry that's needed. So they, they're they a great organization. They've done a wonderful job with just coming and meeting and hear the heart of our ministry and how they can help support us. Um, so the the platform is amazing, uh, but the people behind the platform has just made it simple and easy, and um, they support us in such a way that just helps us get the word out. Mm-hmm. It's you know we've been around since two thousand seven, and I still hear over and over again, oh we didn't know about the refuge, so like we've got to do a better job about that. Um, Johnson County is great when it comes to organizations partnering together. So whether it be another help agency um, getting the word out to those that are in need to let them know, hey, you know, the refuge is right around the corner from where you live. Mm-hmm. Make sure you visit their pantry, that kind of thing. Um, but as a business and organizations, knowing um, where we are and what we do, like it, it's been great because one, helping us do that. Mm-hmm. There's so many organizations. How many food pantries are there here in Johnson County? There's a lot. Hi, this is Melanie Ake. When you visit everydayleaders.com, you'll find valuable resources to become a better leader in your life. Women's leadership programs, including Top Floor Women, our monthly networking events, corporate workshops, and strategic business coaching services. Discover classes and products to develop yourself, including our morning leadership devotionals. Don't forget... Order one of my inspirational books, sign up for classes, or pick up some gear in the leader store. Listen to the Everyday Business Leaders podcast, apply to be a guest in our studio, or even sponsor your own commercial advertisement. Contact us today at everydayleaders.com. You know, the bigger ones in our church food pantry, and they serve a lot of Johnson County and Franklin area, um, but a lot through churches, Mm -hmm. um, impact center through Mount Pleasant church. They're amazing. Um, and so our goal is we work together. So if, if impact center has something that, that they have an abundance of, um, they call us and vice versa. So it, it really is a great county to be a part of, and United Way just kind of tries to pull everybody together and make sure that we all know what each other is doing. There's no sense to recreate the wheel. If if they're doing something great, then um, we want to make sure people know about it. Mm-hmm. How can we get involved? What are the events that you have coming up? I know we probably, we've missed a couple here. It's right between Thanksgiving and Christmas yeah. when we're having this interview. But what's coming up more um, for the holidays that we can let people know about. So Christmas is huge. Um, you, Thanksgiving and Christmas are the biggest, of course. Um, we just came off of 225 families that registered for Thanksgiving. So wow. we were able to help um, get a full meal for them to be able to take home and cook at home. And then Christmas, we have... Um, 150 to 200 kids that be um, that are registered to be able to get support and get help and and toys and clothes. We've got a great partnership with Skillman. Um, they do amazing things for the community, but um, they really have been an amazing supporter of the refuge. So they're helping out with clothing for each child, mm. and then we're doing toy collections. So use toys and items that parents can come in and shop to be able to take home and have for the kids for Christmas. So that's great. And then, of course, ongoing food food needs. So a lot of businesses 
are able to do more at the holidays for whatever reason. So we do get phone calls, but we, we'd love throughout the year to have different food drives um, where they collect or they, you know, donate towards it. So mm-hmm. those are great. And then um, we have a brand new fundraiser that is going to be in February. So stay tuned, but it's called coldest night of the year. Ooh. Um, yeah. And I don't <laughs> Hopefully like the that cold. doesn't become the coldest night yeah, of the year. Right? I don't like the cold. So this, this is going to be, um, it's going to be a stretch, but it's really intended on focusing on what do our clients experience during the winter? What do families really go through that either, you know, their electricity is shut off or they have no heat or they have to cut back on their heat or they're homeless or they're, you know, going from home to home. What are they experienced during the winter? So it's firsthand, you know, not, not for any long periods of time, but um, just experiencing being outside and coming together as a community to help that. So, mm-hmm. so that'll be, that'll be up and coming in February. Mm, wow. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for all that you do. Oh, it's an honor. I mean, we we want to make sure um, that we're doing what's needed in our community. Mm-hmm. So we're constantly just asking God to open the doors and provide. And there's not been a month that, that we have not been able to meet the needs. So that's all God. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. So I have to talk to you about your personal passion around this. Because, okay. you know, when people go into nonprofit work, it is really a challenge. Yeah. Right? It's a real challenge. And so you have to have that heart of passion and serving yeah. to say, we want to see this through. We want to make sure that we can reach our goals and serve our community. Where did you kind of transition from? Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about a little bit of your background. So if you had asked me years ago, would I be where I am today? I would have told you you're crazy. Um, I'm, I think what they call is like an introverted extrovert or an extroverted <laughs> introvert. I don't know. Um, but I just gradually through the years of becoming an adult realized that I just wanted to serve. Mm-hmm. I didn't know really what that looked like, um, but had a great opportunity to work for a couple different churches and really grew to to love people um, and be able to figure out like how can I serve? How can I how can I give back um, what God's been so good and blessed me with? So through that journey, um, it really came clear to me, um, a few years ago, I was on a mission trip and leading a team, um, that I loved, loved traveling internationally. And I'm a homebody. Like I want to be at home in my pajamas (laughs) with my cup of coffee. Um, but when I'm out in the field and I'm out serving, like I, I love it. I love Mm -hmm helping other people see that as well. Um, And we were in Rwanda. And ironically, um, we're serving with with an organization, but we had just got connected with Team World Vision. And I wanted to see that ministry also while we were there. Um, And we walked to an area, had an interpreter go and walk with us to find out, like, what does it look like to go and get water? I mean, things that we take so for granted mm-hmm. um and saw the muddiest of muddy water that you could imagine and these men like using the big jugs to gather water and asked him what are what are you gonna do like to me i'm like what are you gonna do with this muddy water mm-hmm. and they said we're gonna carry it back home about five miles and that's what we'll use for our bathing wow and i was like bathing you're gonna bathe in this dirty water and at that moment, 
I'm not, I'm not one that I think like God will just speak, you know, Mm -hmm. audibly. Um, but it broke my heart and I audibly, physically, emotionally felt God saying, I'm breaking your heart for what breaks mine. And that has stuck with me Mm -hmm. forever. So no matter what I'm at, no matter where I'm at, no matter what I'm doing, like I'm constantly saying, God, break my heart. Be careful what you pray for, but (laughs) break my heart for what breaks yours so that we know how to best serve and that's really what it boils down to so whether it's at the refuge or i'm you know personally at the grocery store or whatever that looks like like that's what i feel like he's called us to do wow show me so that i can serve right yeah because i think once you're aware once you see it Mm -hmm. you can't be unaware Mm -hmm. You, you have to then take action you know, you, you can't hold someone accountable for something they're not aware. But once you're aware, you you, you have to answer that. Yeah. So hopefully that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Yeah. You have an amazing heart. And oh, thank uh, you. I just so appreciate you coming by and sharing everything that's happening at the refuge and giving us the opportunity to share your story. Um, thank you. Be a part of the community here. Yeah. And, uh, and keep posted, like, come back and be afraid of the show. I appreciate that. I would love that. Yeah. Because yeah, it does take a community. It, it does. takes all of us together. So. It does. So the on. best way to find you is your website. Website. Yeah, we're on social media. So Facebook, I think Twitter, I think LinkedIn, like all of the above. Um, Instagram. So just check us out and give us a call. And then Because One, you can go to BecauseOne.com and follow The Refuge. And you can see all the needs that yes. you have. Yes, that are that current needs and then easy to donate money to. Absolutely. <laughs> we all need money. So need that's money. great. We all need money. Thank you, Carrie, for coming by. Thank you, Melanie. Appreciate it. So did you learn something today? <laughs> I think so. Thank you for following Everyday Business Leaders. I hope you were inspired to think and grow differently about your business, but how you can be involved here in our community and help the refuge. You can be a volunteer or you can guide someone in need to find the right place and the right resources. Remember, the journey of growth and innovation never ends. And it's our mission to keep bringing you the best insights from here, our local community. Stay tuned for more episodes filled with wisdom, innovation, and inspiration. This is Melanie Ake signing off from JP the Geek Studio, where better IT service is just a call away. You know, they say own it, secure it, and protect it. (laughs) Until next time, don't forget, subscribe to our channel and turn those notifications on so you never miss an episode. Everyday Leaders helps you develop strategies to become a better leader in your life. It's not what you do in a day. It's what you do every day that makes the most impact. Thanks for joining.